Welcome to another lovely episode and today we have our guest. I won't say your name, I'll let you allow you to introduce yourself, full name and what it is that you do. Hi everybody, my name is Faith Lakan. What do I do? I am an entrepreneur. I do business from home. Um, but in essence, I just live life. That's what I do. <laughs> I live life. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean you live life? Can you elaborate? Um, I figure out what I want and I find a means to get it. And whatever happens along the way, I will listen and I just go on with it. So, for example, I knew I didn't want to work for anybody, so it had to be entrepreneurship. But I didn't like rules per se. Like, usually, like when people would go into entrepreneurship, it would have like structure. I'm not, I'm not saying that doesn't need structure. But it would look very rigorous, and which it is. But I wanted to be able to function in a way that I could do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, however I wanted. And entrepreneurship actually allows you to do that, but it's just what are you doing? That's the thing for mm. me. So I live life by doing what I want to do, however <laughs> I want to do it. <laughs> so I'm glad that you said that it allows you to do that. It depends on what are you doing. So today I want you to share your story mm-hmm. about what are you doing, um, and and then yeah, we'll, we'll dissect yeah. that as you go along. Okay. So well, currently now I am what you call a network marketer. I'm what you call a direct sales person. I'm what you call somebody who works from home. Right, um, and essentially what we do is usually in this specific industry, there's a product or a service that a company is offering either the customers who have to buy or persons who actually want to be business owners. And so um, we decide, me, me the person, I decide whether I love the product, I consume the product, and then what I do, I just go ahead and share the product. So essentially. My responsibility as a direct sales agent or as a network marketer is promotion. Um, how well can I promote a product? How well can I promote a service? And in promotion, then the company acquires sales through me and I get a permission for it. Okay. So that's essentially what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why did you, how did you get into that industry? Ah, that's a very good question. <laughs> so I, I left the offer with some very good grades, right? <laughs> and I did not want to go back to study. I didn't want to go back to study because I was of the opinion that if you went to school and you did your very best at school, when you went out into the working world, you would get a job. You get a well-paying job, mm. right? And there's upward mobility. And so if you stay there like 10 years, you could grow and grow and grow, maybe become a manager and you know all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, very right. <laughs> so I did my very best at school, right? And then I entered the real world and it was not connecting. Like school and the don't laugh. You know, I'm serious. It's school so easy. and the real world, it just was you know I take things I, like if somebody says this is what it is, I take it very literal. Like mm-hmm. you know that. Mm-hmm. Right? So I did. I took it very literal. And I went I did SATs. Mm-hmm. I went to Barbados, I did my TOEFL, that's the English test, I did all of that, I applied for universities, I applied for scholarships, and then I did get through, I did get some scholarships, but it just was not sitting well with me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Um, and so I decided, you know what, I'm just, I'm just not going to do anything for a year. So I did that after I left school. I didn't do anything for a year. And then I'm a Christian, so I prayed. And I was like, God, if you want me to have a job, you're just going to send a job to me. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go look for any job right now, right? I don't really want to work for anybody. Um, and then he sent a job. And I, so I started working a job. And I didn't like the pay. And I was like, look, I can't do this. But I prayed again. I was like, can I get another job? <laughs> with a better pay at least, <laughs> you know? And so I landed a job at the bank. And I liked it. I liked it because, you know, you got to talk to people every day, give them their money, you know, tell her customer service. I get to deal with money. I, I like money. So, you know, it was nice for me to just be counting money and stuff. And then what hit me was I started talking to supervisors and managers to really learn because something about me, I like learning, right? And I started talking to them about learning, like how do you get up there in the ranks? Supervisors, mm -hmm. managers, how do, you, how do you get to that point? Only realizing that their paycheck was almost the same as mine, um, if I did a little overtime. <laughs> and some of them had families with the same paycheck as mine. At that time, I was like 21. Mm -hmm. And that didn't sit well with me because I have a vision for what I want for my family. So at that time, I was going to quit. There was some other stuff happening at work as well. I was going to quit. And then that's when I met my mentor. So what happened was my father called me during my lunch hour at work. And he called me, he's like, um, I'm making a transaction. Just give me your debit card information. So I did that. I mean, the guy called me. <laughs> Give it to him. And I saw a chunk of money disappear. I was like, okay, so what is this time? <laughs> spending my money on right now? And and at the time he was it was he was talking about trading, he was talking about investing. So I put you into this so that you could learn how to invest. And so that's what that's how I started. I started basically learning something. Now I wanted to learn how to invest genuinely. Because I realized if I learned to invest, it was a skill set that I would have had from my phone. Like I could literally click buy and sell from my cell phone. Mm -hmm. And so it became really about that. And then I so it was a company that was teaching how to trade, how to invest. Mm -hmm. And so I was really excited. And of course, if you find an opportunity that makes money or you find an opportunity that teaches you something that you believe is worth it, you would just share it naturally. Well, I, I would just share it naturally, which is exactly what I did because when I pressed buy on my phone and I saw the money doing up, 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 and blues and dollars, I was like, okay, so we click buttons and make money from our phone. Let me tell my friends because I don't like working. And if I could get an alternative to make money, I'm okay with learning, like mm -hmm. I would do it. And so that's how I actually got introduced to this entire industry. It was through the desire to learn mm -hmm. a skill and at the, at the time it was investing and then um i actually i started sharing prematurely with the people around me not necessarily to get a paycheck but then in the beginning i did do it because i believe that if people could could make money through a skill set that that didn't depend on anybody that would have been something very good for them and so I, I started sharing with people that I really care about mm -hmm. and people that I love. And um, I was able to get a paycheck, <laughs> like a commission from the company right. because I did that. So it wasn't like 
That was my initial intention. Mm -hmm. So that was in about like 2017, 2018, there about. Again, I was young. You could hear that it was just naivety, curiosity. You're young, you're passionate and stuff like that. But it didn't take away the fact that that happened mm -hmm. to me. You understand? And then I had the opportunity to meet my mentor. This is not my mentor. Back in, I think it was 2017 or 2018, he came to Saint Lucia, and I saw his lifestyle. He was staying at the Capella Resort. Now we know that's not cheap, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so obviously he had to have some kind of money somewhere. And he was by the poolside and he had his laptop. And so that was interesting to me because, again, I am I like to do what I want to do when I want to do. So you're telling me during the week you're at a poolside with a laptop and you're making money? Mm -hmm. I like pools. I like hotels. <laughs> I want that. And I like money. And I like money. So whatever you're doing, I want that. And so I just started to follow him. Um, of course, I made mistakes along the way. Because, again, I was naive. I didn't understand that it wasn't just about if you, if you actually wanted to be a professional, not just in investing, but you wanted to be a professional in earning commissions in this specific industry. There were certain things that you have to do. You know, there's a skill set as well to that side of the industry, and I didn't realize that there was a skill set um, involved. I thought it was just share out of the goodness of your heart, just share with anybody who cares. But later on, as I got exposed more, I got exposed. We went to my husband and I we went to Las Vegas in 2018, and then we saw thousands of people in a room making money right not just um through the skill set that the company at the time was giving mm -hmm. but through the for assisting other people to do the same thing so i realized that specific industry was more about impacting and inspiring well that's my experience that's mm -hmm. what my experience was and i realized that because of promoting a product like you could literally change the trajectory of somebody else's life because that was that was that was what was happening to me at the time like my life was changing slowly because somebody decided to share something with me and then i really wanted that i really wanted to say i can make ten thousand us dollars a month residually mm -hmm. right i really wanted to say i can make a thousand us dollars a month residually mm -hmm. apart from the skills that i was doing because i understood that residual income would have been work that you do one time and then you just get paid for it mm -hmm. over time mm -hmm. and so i connected with my mentor in 2020 and um he started to work with me directly because i had some results in the business even if it was not like wow results so i did it based upon 90 mm -hmm. right um i still had it so i got access to him mm -hmm. and then that's when he really started working with me and showing me, hey, there's a way to do this. There's a structure that you have. There are principles that you need to follow. And ever since then, in 2020, I mean, COVID happened. So I took it seriously in COVID because, I mean, the government was supposed to be paying us NIC. I, was it NIC? They were supposed to be giving us like a relief fund. Like if we, if we were employed, mm -hmm. they were supposed to be giving us like a relief fund. Okay. And it was not coming through for months. So I was like, okay, I'm not getting a relief fund. I need to get to work. <laughs> I need to get to work on my hustle, mm -hmm. right? And I did that, and I was able to meet my first goal, which is make a thousand US dollars residually a month, you know, for business. 
And ever since I did that, it's just been about how can I show somebody else how to have this opportunity where like, you don't have to report to a job, you know, you can make money from your home if you learn the skill set of it. And for me, that's what I wanted. I didn't want to have to report to a job every day, wake up seven o'clock in the morning and go and try and take a bus. And by the time you reach town, you're sweating. <laughs> nah, I didn't want to have to fly. And I got exposed to somebody being able to do it, being able to make money without having mm -hmm. a job. So ever since it just became about, let me learn. I want to learn. I genuinely want to learn how to do something like this because again, I want what I want. <laughs> so you mentioned having met that person who has what you wanted. Would you, do you think that you would have embarked on that journey or gotten the success that you did on that journey had you not met that person? Um, no, I don't think so. I think, I think eventually I would have gotten it, but I would still have to meet someone. Um, because when you're going after it, well, I can only speak to his income because that's what I've been focusing on for a while now. When you're going after income, especially if you're going after something that is not being done around you, having somebody who has the results, it keeps you going. And also having the proximity, it keeps you grounded. It gives you proper instruction on a day-to-day -day basis. It's like coaching. It's like fitness coaching. If I don't have an accountability partner who is successful in having the body, I most likely, if I'm not disciplined enough, and at the time, I mean, I wasn't disciplined enough, right? I wouldn't have been able to stick to my plan, my workout plan, mm -hmm. right? I wouldn't have been able to to, to stick to the, the diets that I was supposed to have. Mm -hmm. So meeting him actually did change the game for me because again, in that specific area, there's not many people from the Caribbean who have that kind of success. You understand? You probably hear people doing it and they are making money, but not to the point of seven figure income or six figure income mm. or eight figure income. So that was where my brain was at at the time. So having him for sure, it really, really helped because you can only go as far as the person that you're following. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. And if I'm leading myself, I can only lead myself as far as I know. Mm -hmm. But if somebody knows way more than me and they've gone through way more than me and they've experienced way more than me there's nothing that i'm going through right now that he hasn't been through as yet you understand mm -hmm. so having him in my corner it just basically puts puts the learning time down the right. learning curve it decreases it mm -hmm. and it helps me to get results faster and getting results faster makes me trust what i'm doing a lot more than just you know faith and belief and all the different intangibles that come with success. Mm. Yeah. So what, <laughs> how did it feel leaving your uh, job, your guaranteed salary, your stability, that's the word. How did it feel leaving that to start your entrepreneurship journey? Well, um, I like how you think, but I don't think that way. I never <laughs> thought that way. Um, I never thought that way. Again, I'm a personal faith. So look at how I got a job. I got a job by praying. Like, God, I need a job. Mm -hmm. And I didn't send me any application. Somebody reached out to me. You understand? 
so because of my faith my faith in god um i never felt like i didn't have stability like if i made a rash decision i wouldn't feel like there's no there's not going to be any stability and at that time i was young so i treated it like university because all my friends were going to school and i was like okay you know what i'm giving myself like three years four years just like a bachelor's degree and i'm going to see what happens in three or four years time and um it didn't take me three or four years to get results so that i was happy about you know but i went through the process like a degree and I was willing to leave my job whether I had an opportunity or not. Like I had a conversation with my father. I'm like, this is not it. I don't care what I am doing. I'm going to find something to do. We will find something to do. We just have to find something to do. And then it just so happened that that came. So I was like, okay, let's put all your eggs in a basket and just go with it. Because when I put my mind to do something, it has to get done. Sadly, that's what I put my mind to do at a very young age. Right? which is also a good thing at the same time but it has it has to get done and I'm, i can't quit on it because i am not a quitter by nature so that's just had yeah okay so you you uh christian so you you dove in with faith so you were not worried no. okay but now that you're in there are ups and downs. Oh, it's crazy. So. Oh, it's it's very crazy. <laughs> so think back to like the beginning stages. I know that's when the ups and downs feel feel like the worst. Mm-hmm. So talk talk to us about about the beginning stages of those ups and downs. The ups and downs. The ups and downs. At the beginning, I didn't see the downs because I was too excited. <laughs> Let's just say that I was too excited, and I wasn't full on focusing like i said in my first company i wasn't full on focusing on compensation right my focus was on me becoming who i have to become and it was more so on learning the skill set of investing and not necessarily um direct sales i literally only made the decision to treat it as a profession i believe well, it became clear to me, I should say, last last year. It became clear to me last year, June. So in the beginning, I was winging it. But there were months where I wasn't making any money. There were months where I would cry a lot. A lot. I remember a time I would cry to Brad. It was over a box juice. The box juice was pining. It was $2.14. I remember the price so clearly. And I couldn't even buy a box shoes at $2.14. But there are people looking up to me. There are people looking up to me because I keep my position of I am a winner. Like it's not on the outside. I'm very good at keeping my position on the outside. But the inside, it's it's crazy because you have heavy self-doubt. You don't know if you can do it or if you can't do it. You just know you can't stop doing it. You understand and so fighting through the emotions of what if this doesn't work but you know it's going to work at the same time that is a lot of turmoil so in the beginning that's what it was like for me but i was happy because i always stayed connected always like i was always on a mentorship call i always probably tried my best to go to an event right so i could hear what they were saying um i wasn't going to go back to <laughs> 
<laughs> I wasn't going to do that. Although I did do that. God did send a job. He did it was I, I got a call during the during the time and it's like we're not his but he sent a job. So I was like just before I was getting married, because my husband and I planned a whole wedding and we're like, Yeah, our business is gonna pay for our wedding <laughs> and you know, and all of it happened on faith. All of it happened like we did pay some stuff for the wedding, definitely, but Everything else, he was just like, God, the same way I get a job, he was just giving me everything, giving me everything. So for the the first four years of business, yes, I, I did have success. I did know what it's like to get a paycheck. I did know what it's like to see profits. I didn't know what it's like for all of that. But what I knew most was that there's something God can give me that no business can give me. So that was what I was holding on to all the time because I realized that even if I didn't have it, he was always providing it physically. And I believe I had to go through that and I had to understand that because if let's say I had, I made all the money and I lost it, I would not be in a mental frame of mind to deal with that loss. You understand? Mm. But while I'm being prepared for it, I understand that there is no loss. Like you never lose like well right you you could never possibly lose even if it looks that way so i would say my faith is is what keeps keeping me through everything and then of course my husband right my husband is very good at holding the fort down you know mm-hmm. so if i'm going in a negative space he would bring me back he would he would emphasize principles that are being taught in business and he would bring me back and he'd be like Watch your words, watch the things that you say, watch the things that you're thinking. And so we've been able to do more business outside of my actual business, right? Just for the principles that were being taught to me at mm-hmm. the time. Um, and then I realized there's a process for success. And as soon as I understood that, it became a lot easier for me knowing that to get this, the result that I want, I have to become a specific person so that I can attain the actual result that I want. And no matter how long it takes, it doesn't mean that I am not going to get what I want. That's not what it means. It just means that I am becoming the person that I have to become to get the actual results that I want. So I, you would say that what kept me was the fact that I, knew I was developing a mindset mm-hmm. to get what I want. Right. And how long did, did mm. I was going to say how long did it take you to develop it, but I'm, I, I would imagine it's still being developed. It's always been developed because the thing about success or the thing about goals is that you could set goals and as soon as you achieve it, you're on to the next one. So it's something that always has to be developed. When I, when I set my first goal and I made it, you know, I like, I keep telling my husband up to the like today, I didn't feel it. I didn't feel that I made, I overlooked it. That, wow, you're able to make a thousand US dollars residual. You're able to help 13 new people, you know, get exposed to something. It didn't feel like a win for me because of all the turmoil that I went through to be able to get it. But I was happy because I knew it was possible. And then it was just about doing it again. Because success is like a muscle. It's like lifting weights. You're using the same motion all the time with a five pound dumbbell. When your muscle is prepped, you're going to turn to 10. And your muscle is prepped, you're going to turn to 20. Five. 
I'm fine. <laughs> really? Work with me, Ashley. Really? <laughs> Work with me, Ashley. <laughs> right? Five pounds of bill, okay? When you get strong enough, you're going to go to 10. When mm-hmm. you get strong enough, you're going to go to 20. It's not that you can't go to 40 and 100 and 1,000. You're doing the same motion, literally, mm-hmm. all the time. The reps may change because of the weight, fine. But I realized, okay, I could hit step one. Then I just need to become conscious of how I actually hit step one. Mm-hmm. So I spent a year gaining my conscience. But what I like to do is I like to do things and, and, and this industry teaches you to teach. So you have to know how you did what you did so you can pass the information on to somebody else. And it needs to be clear to you. It's not it's not just like a winning it situation. Mm-hmm. And so it's the same thing if, if you have to do the tell somebody how to lift weights, you're not going to say, okay, just do that, <laughs> right? You're going to say you have to make sure you have the right posture, your back needs to be aligned a specific way, this is how you hold the dumbbell, you need mm-hmm. to manage your breathing. In the beginning, when you're lifting a five-pound dumbbell, you're not going to know all of that, and your form is not even going to be mastered at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But the more you mm-hmm. do it, the more you become conscious of the things that you need to work on, not that you don't know how to do it already, you're mm-hmm. just becoming conscious of what exactly you're doing and then now you can tell somebody from scratch this is how it starts the posture and they have a whole list of things that they now can start working on so in 2020 it became boom i did it 2021 it became i'm doing it but i'm not sure that i'm doing it but it's happening so we're just doing it but you don't really want to do it because of all the negative stuff that's happening around the place like People will tell you, oh, what you're doing is not good. It's a scam. Why you want so much money? You don't need all that money in the world. And like just the connotations of like money and the root the, of all the evil. Root, yeah, the root of all evil. Like people just not wanting more. You know, it was very difficult for me to teach somebody um, again because I didn't have the mastery of how to do it. So at the end of 2021, and then again, my words as well, it was not aligning with what I wanted. And then at the end of 2021, we did it again. And then 2022, we did it and we did it better. And now we're just doing it better and better and better because you know now, right? Mm -hmm. So it's about, for me now, it's just about now sticking to the routine. Mm -hmm. How, How to lift your dumbbells, how to do your form. Do I gym every day? You know, that mm. kind of a thing. So I use metaphors a lot, so I'm sorry. That's good. That's great. You're making it applicable. Yeah. So it, it, your metaphor of working out actually was very insightful. Mm. I was just thinking about it, obviously, because I'm applying it to myself. Mm. When you start off, you know, um, it's so true that your posture... <sighs> It's so crazy. Even even in this podcast too, when I when I did my research on how to how to how to start a podcast, mm. they basically said multiple people, mm. your first hundred videos will be crap. Like outright. They said keep going because you're going to in years years to yeah. come, you're going to look back and say, Wow, that's the lighting I use, that's the camera yeah. I use, yeah, like I that's know, the right? setting. Oh, I, that's how I used to dress. Trash, exactly. That's how I used to look like. Right. I so, used to say that. <laughs> so it's it's that. It's like in the beginning, you you worry so much about being perfect yeah. and and getting it head mm. on when you don't even know half you don't know half of it because mm. you haven't done it before. You haven't done it before. So you need to do it, mm. start it, realize what's wrong, mm. fix, and then you see something else. Yeah. Fix, see something else. Yeah. Fix. 
So by the time you, you move from a five pound dumbbell mm-hmm. to 25, you don't have ma- your posture mastered. Mm-hmm. You have everything ready mm-hmm. to go. You have a routine. Mm-hmm. This is your cubby in the gym. Mm-hmm. This is your people you see at this. Like, it becomes it's a habit. Right. It's a habit. And, and that's what I realized. Um, my mentor, my mentor's mentor, CEO um, of the company that I'm with right now, he lives by uh, well, he lives by a lot of formulas, but <laughs> that formula specifically mm. stuck with me really because it has my name in it. So it's desire plus skill times faith equals success. And wait, so, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Let's say this again. Let's let's play it back <laughs> for the people. <laughs> <laughs> it's desire uh-huh. plus skill times faith uh-huh. equals success. So desire meaning what are you feeling? What do you want? If you realize all the time we always get what we want. Mm-hmm. Even if it's what we don't want, we still get it. If we don't want it, we still get it. Because you you're focusing on it. Because you focus on, on it, right? So I realize, okay, desire, that's something I already have. I already have desires because everybody has desires. So now what I have to do is find a skill or use a skill any skill, it doesn't matter what it is, any skill that can give me what I'm desiring. And what made me see that was my husband. My husband left his job in 2021, I believe. He decided to destroy government. And um, he had a skill. It was not refined, but he had a skill, which was videography, was photography. He has many skills, <laughs> right? And I, I thank God for that, right? Um, and then I got to see what desire plus skill looks like Mm. in terms of like you're just doing the repetition of your skill because you have to start somewhere Mm. it doesn't matter what you do i could decide i want to be a professional baker right now all i have to do is develop the desire and that's going in depth like (laughs) how do you develop because i had to develop a desire to do what i'm doing right now Mm. mainly because my industry is i would say the most controversial industry to me right i had to develop a desire for it i had to develop a love for direct sales i had to develop a love for wanting to talk to people knowing that people are going to tell me no i had to develop a love for wanting to help people knowing that they may not even see you know the the help that that i'm giving them but it wasn't about them you understand it was about me Mm. and what i wanted and I knew that it, it, I had to create a desire for myself greater than myself mm-hmm. so that I could be able to help another person. Right. And then the skill set, it would just be a matter of learning. When you, when you start, you're not, you're not always starting the smartest. Mm-hmm. And I removed the word try from my vocabulary because the truth is I am doing everything just the way that I know how to do. So sometimes mm. we say try because it doesn't look like the finished product. The but you, you, you're not at the awareness of knowing all the skill sets mm. for the finished product. So you are actually doing the thing. You're doing, even if it's a baby step, you're doing it. And that started to encourage you because when you say try, you feel like you're so far away from the goal. Mm-hmm. But really and truly, you're not. Because the moment you started, you're already moving towards your success. You understand? So desire plus skill, you put them together, but you times it by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It's my name, faith is me, (laughs) right? And what that just basically means is, how can I feel towards what I cannot see? 
So I can have the desire. I can have the skill set. But I may not be feeling good about the end result. I may not be feeling hopeful that I'm going to be successful. I may feel like everybody's telling me no. I may feel like I can't get people. It's difficult. I may feel like I don't have time. But faith clings to what is true. What is true is the picture that I'm seeing. What is, what's the picture I'm seeing? What I desire. You understand? Plus skill. And plus my, I'm using my skill set. I have faith in the skill set that I'm using. I know my skill set is going to work. So what I did now is I applied the principle of faith and belief. And that's a whole other level of information. Mm. Right? Um, towards my desire and skill. Where now, in a nutshell, I believe that whatever I put my hands to do, will get me the result that I want. And that equals success. Now, what is success? Success is a progressive realization of a worthwhile ideal. So what that means is whatever you think is worthwhile for you, that is success Mm -hmm. for you. The fact that you're going after it, so your podcast is already successful because you're progressively going through the picture, the end picture that you see. The mm-hmm. fact that you started it means that you're successful. The only way you're not going to be successful is if you stop. And why would you stop? Because you don't have faith. It doesn't mean that you're not going to still have the desire. It's just going to be that you doubt what you feel. Mm-hmm. You understand? And it doesn't mean that you, you don't you can't develop the skills or you don't have the apps because you're a very good speaker. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that, right? But faith, when you times it, multiplication, even if you have a little bit of desire, and you have a little bit of skill, you feel the most about what you do, you're going to have some very good results. And that's why you can see in life, there are people who seem like they don't have much skills and they make it, they become successful. And there are people with the most skills and they're not as successful. Mm -hmm. It's the levels of belief, it's the levels of faith. And it's also the level of desire for the things that they want because Mm -hmm. Sometimes people settle, dumbbell, I could stop at 50 pounds and never move on. It's because I didn't give myself a picture that is greater than 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. If I give myself a picture that's greater than 50 pounds, I'm going to develop the desire to do more. And of course, be open to learning the skills that I need to lift more weights. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's my responsibility to have faith. Faith comes by hearing what am i listening to from the outside but also what am i hearing on the the inside and what what comes into my ears mm-hmm. all the time is building my faith whether it be what is bad is coming into my ears all the time building my faith or what is good coming into my ears all the time building my faith faith is something that we all already using we all using it already mm. it's just a matter of like directing the object of the thing that you don't see what do you not see that you have to direct direct your eyesight to the thing that you don't see now so what do you mean faith is something we're already all using we're all using faith um if i want to adjust the volume on the mic Mm -hmm. right that is something that i hope for i hope for adjusting the volume of the mic i have not adjusted the volume of the mic as yet but my brain can see the substance, okay, you're going to have to reach out, you're going to have to turn it, and you're going to have to adjust the volume on the mic. Now, is it going to be adjusted if I clean it or not? Because now when I see it, I see gain, I see pattern, I don't understand half of what I see, (laughs) right? 
But what I can do is remember the main picture. I want to adjust the volume on the mic. Mm -hmm. I can feel confident that, hey, okay, gain, gain might mean more. So I just switch it like that. That's me using faith already. Mm. I have faith to make a cup of tea. I'm hungry. I want to make a cup of tea. I see the cup of tea in my head. I feel like I can get up. I don't know if I get up right now, I'll be able to stand. But because you are accustomed to getting up all the time, it seems as if, oh, you could do it already. We've, we've all been using faith at different levels. Mm -hmm. But it's, it just seems like when you push a level further, now you you met with something that you, you, you didn't see. You didn't see mm -hmm. the vision of going and make the tea. Like you didn't see, you probably see a lizard in the hallway that might make you come back to your room and not mm -hmm. make you go to finish making the tea, you understand? But before you finish, do, do, do you actually know how to raise the level of volume that? No, I just see you, gain, so I that assume is you have to just... Gain is how you do it. See, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the beauty about that, right? I don't understand the other buttons here, but I found somebody with the skill who <laughs> knows what to do. And so I'm not stuck trying to figure out how to do what I already want to do. Because right. somebody already somebody already has the substance. Mm. So I borrow from the substance of you mm. to help me finish my picture. You understand? Interesting. Yeah. And the, f the fact that we act in faith to stand up mm -hmm. because you expect our legs to work. That you expect it to work. Interesting concept. Yeah. You, know, you go and drive, you expect your bricks to break. break. <laughs> it's faith. It is, because who's to say? You take a plane and you fly. Because you've been seeing that. But the first pilot, though, who had to fly a plane, though, he had no results, <laughs> though. It was a picture. It was a substance. Mm -hmm. It was something that he felt, I'm going to fly a plane. When you go on a plane, you don't go on a plane saying, oh, the plane's going to crash. No, you go on a plane with the substance that you will reach the destination. You feel like, okay, I'm going to go on this plane. And we will land. Because if we don't land, I, I've watched what the flight attendant does all the time, but I... I don't think I'll be able to do it if you're scratching though, <laughs> you understand? So when I when I realized that all of the things that we already need to be successful, we're already doing it. It's just somewhat misguided by the information that we're receiving. I just started to focus on the information that I was receiving because remember faith comes by hearing. So I started to focus on the information that I was receiving and then that changed. That's when everything started changing for <laughs> yeah. so talk about that what how and what started changing and how okay so my mentor if he's watching this podcast his name is gary mcsween from trinidad and tobago i really love him a lot <laughs> right um he always knew that i had a problem with my thinking because i remember when i was just starting back in the industry in 2020 um, I messaged him and I was like, Gary, the people, the people are saying no, and they're saying they don't have the money, they're not coming. And he said to me, <laughs> you need to change your mindset. So I'm like, what? <laughs> I need to change my mindset? The people need to change their mindset. I am the one doing this. not. But you cannot tell somebody who has the results that what they're telling you is wrong. Is wrong. You cannot do that. I mean, think about it. I am the one who doesn't have the results. Not mm -hmm. you. You have it. So, what am I doing? <laughs> you understand? So, I was like, okay, I need to say, okay. I need to change my mindset. I may not have believed it at the time. 
but I had faith in what I wanted. And you have the skill set and you're telling me. So I was like, okay, go read. Go read something. And I started reading Building Your Empire by Brian Carufus. It's a, a book for network marketers. Um, I started to read it. And it was talking more about the skill set. And then I started to read something called Hung by the Tongue. Um, it was a book that Mr. David Monte, Dr. David Monte recommended. It was about words. What are you saying? Because remember, faith comes by hearing. It's not just about what you hear on the TV or the radio. What is coming out of your mouth mm-hmm. is also coming into your, your brain. And so I started to change that. And in starting to change that, I started to see a different response from the people that I was talking to. I started to be able to meet more people. I started to get some more signups. I started to get quality signups. Um, I started to get people who actually wanted to 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 learn this industry. I started to get opportunities that would help me to grow. You understand? Um, and my money from my online business started to Girl. increase as well. <laughs> Um, I got opportunities to travel. I think I think we traveled the most last year. Right, we got to go to 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 Trinidad on, on two occasions and stay at hotels that we paid for. You understand? So it was like, wow, it's happening. Like it's not a lie. Like everything they were saying is true. And the more you follow the instructions and you just take out your brain, you just put it on the side for a moment. You just put it on the side because it doesn't know. It really doesn't know. <laughs> And if I knew this earlier, Etsu, I think it would have been, everything would have been okay. But everything happens for a reason, you understand? And so, yeah, so that happened. And then we we got the opportunity to start our own company. And these are things that my husband and I, we were writing the year before, you know. We're going we're gonna to have some of the best products and services. We didn't know what we were doing. But the people say... Listen to the right information and speak what you want and write it down. So I wrote it down and I was speaking what I wanted and I was listening to the information and I was perfecting my skills. And he was doing the same in his industry as well. And so we were able to do a lot more, Mm -hmm. a lot more personally. Um, The quality of our marriage increased because, you know, sometimes the women are always not... The women always have the problem sometimes. That's what I thought. I thought... Uh, Facts. Uh, no. No. But for me, it was like, oh, well, I always have the problem. I, well, honey, if you keep saying you always have the problem, you're going to be the one with the problem all the time because that's what you're hearing. You're hearing that you're the problem. You're hearing that they don't like you. You. It's not like what they're saying. Is that he was saying everything. Sometimes he would say the bad things just to put me... You know, we didn't say that at all. Okay, it, right? we didn't say it at all. No, you, you kind of have to accept responsibility <laughs> in this situation. Both parties have to accept responsibility in this situation. Um, but you know, at the, the way I really remember when you were setting up the lights, and I was like, Why didn't you say, I'm going to fix the problem instead of telling me what I did wrong? You just affirmed something for me, you affirmed it. no, no. You affirmed an error for me. You spoke negatively into me. I did. Which was a fact. Though it was a fact, it's not a fact of my faith. Mm. It's not a fact of what I see. What I see is I can do things competently. Not saying that if I do it wrong, I'm not competent. Mm -hmm. But what I see is that I can do all things. I can do all things. So I had to filter 
the what you said positively yeah positively and so that's something we had to work on as well mm. instead of playing the blame game like you did this and you did that and why did you do that it became more about you will do this one day you are going to do, like just became about speaking life how do we talk about our problems objectively this is what i feel right now i'm telling you that because i don't know how to do it and believe for the end so what you're going to do is you're going to help me to do that because at the end is what i see that mm-hmm. we are one we work well together so a lot has changed i sold my first property on fifth i have no idea how to do real estate i don't know but desire plus skill times faith equals success so i had a desire to sell a property i didn't have the skill set but i was reading power of the subconscious mind and it had a nice little affirmation for um somebody buying your house so i wrote it down and it was something that i would speak often and i would see the person coming to buy the house i i did do work though in my power as in i put the sign up we posted on on facebook um i i went to speak to a real estate agent not for him because i don't want to give them the commission right i should put that online <laughs> but anyway it wasn't a real estate person um but I did seek the advice of other people and told a couple of people who I thought that yo, I was selling a house. What happened is that I started to take action based upon the skill set that I had. I didn't have a big repertoire of re- I, a house, Esther. I never sold a house, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a house. That's a lot of property to sell to somebody, right? And then that's when it hit me that just do it, whatever you want to do. You can do whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of it doesn't even do your business, do your relationship. That's why I tell you what I do for a living is live life. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Because I believe that your job your job or your occupation should somewhat be wholesome and fit into your life so that you could have the best holistic type of life. If if you're operating in faith, then you're operating in love. If I'm going to a job and I can't love myself going to my job, or I can't love my job, or I can't love my environment, and not saying that you need to leave the environment, you could probably just learn to have faith in that environment mm-hmm. so that you can feel the substance of the picture that you're working towards, you understand? And so I'm I'm just a big believer that we have we have one life to live. And why why do it doing and feeling things that that we don't want to feel, mm-hmm. you understand? And that's why I chose this specific industry. One, because they're teaching me how to feel what I want to feel. Mm-hmm. They're teaching me how to get all the things that I want, not necessarily limited to the company itself, right? Um, I have unlimited income opportunity in this specific industry. What I'm doing, I'm helping other people not just to make money in the specific industry but look at you now you have a podcast which is probably something you always wanted to do which you did but now you're armed with more faith desire you're armed with more desire you have more skill set because you have people around you who believe in what you're doing and that's what that's if you have to ask me what net, network marketing or direct sales has done for me 
it has put me in, in an environment with people who are able to believe in me even when I didn't believe in myself. And for that, I will forever be grateful <laughs> because if I didn't listen to them, I would not be where yeah. I am right now. And I will not be where I'm going because <laughs> I already know if I could go for all of that to come here, it's just a matter of doing the reps and raising the weights. Doing the reps and raising the weights. And once I get good at doing the reps, which I believe I am, mm -hmm. just continue going through and going through. It's a okay. game of life. So, final thoughts. Um, what do you want to tell the people that you haven't said already? Or what do you want to emphasize that you said already? I would want to tell the people that I live by faith and love as me. And in entrepreneurship, it does require a lot of faith because majority of the time you're doing something that you've never done before. Um, but you have to love yourself enough to know that no matter what happens one there is somebody that loves you and is looking out for you and in, in my terms that's god that's what keeps me right so the second thing would be you are not your failures even if you don't get it right it doesn't mean that you are not right you are still who you believe you are there's somebody that loves you that values you when you didn't even know how to value yourself like that should be well, that was the what was keeping me at the time, mm -hmm. right? And then you have to love other people. Um, I follow something called a self-confidence formula, and it says, no wealth or position can long endure unless built on a foundation of truth and justice. And love is like, in my opinion, the greatest power that you could ever have. My context of love, let me just make it clear, is First Corinthians 14, that's my context of love. And I have to make it clear because that is the context of love that I live from. What's the scripture? What's that? It's what love means. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not hurt. Um, it's not self-seeking. Um, I don't know the rest of it. But that's, that's, it just, that's what's important to you. It was, it's important to me to live by, by the these, words that you just, these yeah. principles. Mm. Because the moment you could do that for somebody else, you're exposing them to something that they probably did not know existed. And you need it in relationships. You need it in business. You need, when your client does something way off, you have to love yourself enough to know that, let me not make these negative emotions come into me because I love myself. And let me not project it onto my clients either because the fact that my client decided to choose me, whether they were a good client or not, right? I have to show them something that they're not aware of. Because the only reason why people behave a certain way is because they're outside of love. They, they either don't know how to love themselves, how to forgive their mistakes, how to forgive the mistakes of others. They don't know how to look past negativity. Mm -hmm. And the only way to look past negativity is through love, is through forgiveness. And faith only literally works through love, according to the book that I read. Faith works through love. So, my thing is, I understand that there's somebody who loves me 
unconditionally. Um, I love me based upon that love. Because if I if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be here talking. You could ask my husband. I would be home and I would take, be taking out all my hairs on my head and knocking my head like, why did I choose this? Why am I doing this? I could literally just sit home and trade. Or you could just make all the money and I could be your wife. Like, I don't have to help people. I don't have to show people that they could do a lot more. I don't have to believe in people. But I have to look back and say, no, somebody loved me enough to look at me and believe in me even if my words were negative towards myself even if my words were negative towards other people mm -hmm. and because they have done that that has given me so much freedom not just in material materialistically but the kind of mental freedom that i have now i didn't have it before i used to hold on to a lot of things and it would compound and compound and compound and it would affect my decisions mm -hmm. and so Know that somebody loves you, love yourself based upon that condition, show love to other people. The more you love other people, the more value you can create. When it's the people who give value, receive mm -hmm. value. So the more value you're able to give, the more value you're able to, to, to receive. I see. So that's what I would Wow. Well, thank you for your <laughs> message. <laughs> I feel like out of all that I've done so far, I was the most encaptivated. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I was talking much and <laughs> apologies to you guys, but I was literally Listen. being moved here. So um, I appreciate the, the story and I hope that my our listeners would love it as well. I I hope that it does what it has to <laughs> do um, and it encourages. I really want to encourage people to to live the life that they want and it does take bravery and all of that but having love having somebody is looking out for you that's the key guys <laughs> <laughs>